Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. If you follow the news, you've probably seen that the price of gold has been setting new all-time highs recently. There are several reasons why that is happening, including the rising cost of living, our national debt passing $34 trillion and continuing to skyrocket, and the upcoming elections in November which add to the economic uncertainty. It's why so many Americans, including myself, are turning to Birch Gold Group. Text OTR to 989898 to get a free info kit on diversifying your IRA or 401k into gold. With an A-plus rating with the BBB, you can count on Birch Gold. Just text OTR to 989898 to claim your free info kit now. Fall is here. It is the sixth day of October and Jell-O is back on the air. But where are all our little playmates? Where are Donzy and Philzy and Mary and Dennis and Jackie Boy? Ah, me, they're still asleep. For 15 weeks, they have been in the arms of Morpheus. Wake up. Wake up, little playmates. Alas, they do not heed my summons. However, we must get them up. But how? How can we awaken our master of ceremonies? How can we arouse Jackie Boy? Drop a quarter. You're asleep. Alas, my efforts are unavailing. If only someone, someone with magic powers would assist me. But who? Who will it be? I'll help you, kid. <laughs> Hmm. With my magic wand, I will awaken them. You will awaken them? Who are you? I am the Blue Fairy. Then you must hurry, O oh Blue Fairy. Wake them all and do not tarry. Fear not, my friend. I'll fly away. All of me and that ain't hay. <laughs> Well, here I go. Goodbye, Blue Fairy. So long, kid. Ah, here is Donzy. Wake up, Don Wilson, you big lug. It's time we heard a jello plug. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks, Blue Fairy. I heed your call. Hand me my girdle from off the wall. Here you are. And here is little Dennis. Oh, Dennis Day, jump out of bed. On your feet, not on your head. Oh, um, I'm tired. Dennis, Dennis, wake up and get dressed. But gee whiz, Ma, I'm sleepy. Dennis, say you get right over to the studio. Mr. Benny will be furious if you're late. Okay. Do I have to wash behind my ears? What for? He doesn't. <laughs> That's a lie. That woman better watch out. 
the cows in the meadow, the sheep in the corn. Corn? <laughs> that got him. Who are you, babe? I am the blue fairy. Well, come on in. <laughs> this is a fantasy. sound asleep in the land of Nod. But I, the blue fairy, will awaken her. Some fairy, she couldn't fly with three motors. Mary, don't spoil the illusion. This is a fine way to start our first program. Well, can you think of something better? Anything. Oh, go ahead, fairy, and wake her up. When is she going to wake up the audience? Never mind. <laughs> Get going, fairy. Oh, Mary Liv, it's time you woke and told us all a funny joke. So open your eyes and don't be drowsy. Oh, boy, what a lead. <laughs> Give me that one. Ouch! All right, now wake me up. so rich and deep. For 15 weeks, he's been asleep. But now he must awake, you know, and run his good old jello show. Awake, awake, awake. The sun is shaping on the hill and birds are singing by the mill. For safe, for safe, for safe, I Will he ever wake up? I don't know. Hey, Eddie, will he ever wake up? I don't know. Hey, Bill, will he ever wake up? I don't know. Hey, hey! Never mind, I'm up! <laughs> My goodness! J-E-L-L-O The Jell-O Program, starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Dennis Day, and yours truly, Don Wilson. The orchestra opens the program with Shout, I Am an American. Friends, I know you're all anxious to get on with the show, and so for that reason, I'm not going to take the time right now to tell you about Jell-O. I'm not going to say a word about how popular Jell-O is with just about everybody the country over. I'm not going to tell you that Jell-O is simply tops for gay, tempting color and wonderful, extra-rich flavor. I won't stop now to point out that Jell-O is a quick, easy dessert to make or that it's delightfully inexpensive. And I'm not even going to mention that you can get Jell-O in six delicious flavors. Strawberry, raspberry, cherry, orange, lemon, and lime. I'd like to tell you all these things, ladies and gentlemen, but there just isn't time right now. So, on with the show. And, uh, oh yes, uh, 
There isn't time either to tell you that you ought to get some jello tomorrow without fail. played by the orchestra. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time this season, I bring you a man who returns to the air, fresh as a daisy, gay as a daffodil, modest as a violet, and rugged as a sweet pea, Jack Benny. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Jello again, this is your favorite flower talking. <laughs> And Don, uh, Don, before we go any further, uh, what did you think of that novel opening to our first program? You know, where we're all supposed to be asleep for 15 weeks. Wasn't that whimsical? It certainly was, Jack. <laughs> and clever, too. You know, I wrote and produced it myself. Did you like the idea of the Blue Fairy? Yes, that was novel. Who is she, anyway? Well, I don't know her name, Don, but she uh, came to us through the courtesy of the Great Lakes Dredge and Dock Company. <laughs> Her freight bill was something awful in there. <laughs> well, anyway, Don, here we are starting our seventh season for Jell-O. For seven years, you and I and our little gang have been with the same sponsor. Yes, sir. Seven years on one job. You know, Don, we're either loyal or in a rut. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? We might be with the same sponsor seven more years. Or tw ten. Or twenty. If he ever tunes in on us, we're cooked. Well, look who's here. Hello, Mary. Hello, Mary. Hello. How are you? Well, did you hear that ovation, Mary? Applause, cheers, whistles. I can't understand it. I can. Hmm. Same a modest, assuming, unassuming little girl, huh? Fine thing for you to say. Aw, oh, Jack, who are you kidding? Every actor loves applause, and you know it. Oh, I wouldn't say that. Mary's right, Jack. There's a certain amount of ego in every one of us. Now, wait a minute, Don. I was in Vaudeville for a good many years, and my only thought was to entertain. Applause meant absolutely nothing to me. Oh, no? Tell them about the time you're going to kill yourself in Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> well, even the ushers didn't applaud there. <laughs> Besides, I had no intention of killing myself. And what were you doing with that rope in your dressing room? I hung my laundry on it. <laughs> now, let's not start our first program by being personal. Let's talk about something uh, else. What'd you do this summer, Mary? I was asleep till that dredge woke me up. <laughs> now, cut that out. You're not supposed to take that literally. It was just a delightful fantasy. Why, Jack, you ought to be ashamed of yourself writing a corny thing like that. Who said I wrote it? You did. Oh. <laughs> Well, as long as I'm trapped, I wrote the music, too. <laughs> anyway, it was a very novel opening for our first program, and I'm proud of it. Proud of it? Why, well, it didn't even make sense. Oh, it didn't, eh? Well, they said the same thing about A Midsummer Night's Dream. And look how successful that was. Yeah, I hear Shakespeare just built a home in Brentwood. 
That's Abe Shakespeare from Universal. <laughs> anyway, Mary, you don't appreciate how hard it is to get new ideas and things. You know, Don, I sat up night after night working on an idea. Hey, Jack. What? Here comes Sierra Sue. Oh, yes. Hello, Phil. Hi, you folks. Here's the man you've been waiting for. Get them hands out of your pockets. Well, Phil, hello. Oh, sure, he would ask for it. I appreciate that, folks. You know, applause is food for an actor, so thanks for the lunch. Ha <laughs> ha, it's a Lulu. <laughs> well, you didn't disappoint us, Phil. You came right back the way you left. <laughs> Not a colonel missing. Well, Phil, I hear you had another successful tour this summer on those one-night stands. Yes, sir. We covered about 16,000 miles, one town after another. Boy, that's what I call a tough grind. I wouldn't go through that for all the money in the world. What? You heard me. <laughs> I don't know how that guy does it. Phil, why do you only stay one night in a town and then move on? Love them and leave them. That's my motto. <laughs> I know. I saw it tattooed on your chest. <laughs> You know, Phil, you ought to take a vacation in the summer instead of working and traveling around the country. Look at those bags under your eyes. Oh, uh, they're not so big. I like to have them full of radium, that's all. Grub. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait a minute, Jack. I look all right, and so do my boys. Why don't you say something about the new suits they're wearing? Well, I've got to admit, they're all spruced up today. I noticed another thing. They smell so sweet. You know? Why, sure. They all got perfume on. Perfume, eh? That's all right. You'll never replace the old-fashioned bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. With them, I'll settle for anything. But at that, Phil, I must compliment you on the way Hey, that... Jack. What? Here comes Baby Dumpling. Oh, yes. Hello, Dennis. Hello, everybody. Hi, well, hello, Denny. Well... Gee, was all that applause for me? Yes, sir, Dennis. Every bit of it. The people are glad to see you back again. Then I ought to get more dough. <laughs> Sit down, you money-mad ham. <laughs> it's a fine entrance you made, Dennis. The first crack out of the box, you want more money. You know, this is only your second year in show business, and if you ask me, you're doing all right. Well, Kenny Baker's got a yacht. Never mind Kenny Baker. <laughs> And at least. <laughs> more money, more money. Let me tell you a little story, Dennis. Something you ought to know and think about. When I was a kid your age, life wasn't as easy for me as it is for you. Well, I used to walk around the streets of Waukegan selling newspapers. I was hungry. Yes, and I was barefoot. I bet it was snowing, too. <laughs> you said it. Why, Dennis... When I used to come home at night after tramping the streets all day selling those papers, my little feet were swollen and bleeding. Where'd you get the blood? <laughs> I had it then. <laughs> but I was happy, Dennis. 
Happy because I was struggling to achieve success, slow but sure. And, and that's why you should be happy, too. Gee, I'm sorry, Mr. Benny. Maybe I ought to take a cut. <laughs> a cut? Look at, look at his ears go up. <laughs> they didn't budge. Now, listen, Mary, I wasn't going to mention it because I wanted to be a surprise to the whole gang. But when you each get your check tomorrow, you'll find a raise, a substantial increase. I don't believe it, but say it again. Bill, don't act so surprised. I, I gave you all a raise last year, didn't I? Sure, but right afterwards, you sold a stock in your ostrich farm. My ostrich farm? What's wrong with that? They lay eggs every day of the week. And on Sunday, you take over. <laughs> Mary, May Company. <laughs> now, Dennis, if you can forget... Dennis, if you can forget about Kenny Baker's yacht long enough, how about singing a song for us? Okay. Go ahead, Dennis. Wait a minute. Come in. Pardon me, are you Jack Benny? Yes. My name is Gross. Do you mind if I ask you a few questions? Why, no, no. I'm never too busy for an interview. Well, first of all, what are your plans on the radio this year? Oh, I don't know. We're going to keep about the same formula and style as in the past. Yet, we hope to be topical and keep up with the time. I see. And, uh, are you planning any, uh, are you planning any out-of-town trips during the season? Well, we'll stay here in Hollywood until the middle of December, and then we'll probably go to New York for a month. A month, eh? Yes. That'll bring you back about the, about the, uh... The middle of January. I see. And, uh... Are you, uh... Are you going to close up your house in Beverly Hills while you're away? Yes, I intend to. Yes. Well, I think that about covers everything. Thanks very much, Mr. Benny. You're welcome. Oh, by the way, what paper are you with? None. I'm a burglar. Goodbye. <laughs> hey, come back here. Well, of all the nerves, sing, Dennis. Oh, Jack. What? You better take your mattress to the bank tomorrow. I will. Don't worry. When the swallows come back to Capistrano that's the day you promised to come back to me When you whispered farewell in Capistrano T'was the day the swallows flew out to the sea All the mission bells will ring the chapel choir will sing The happiness you'll bring Will live in my memory When the swallows come back To Capistrano That's the day I pray that you Come back to me 
while the altar candles burn, my heart is burning too. If you should not return, I'll still be waiting for you. When the swallows come back to Capistrano, that's the day I pray that you come back to That was When the Swallows Come Back to Capistrano, sung by Dennis Day. And accompanied by Phil, I'll play any town under 2,000 Harris. <laughs> and Dennis, Dennis, that was really a beautiful number. Thank you, Mr. Benny. And I, I love the thought, When the Swallows Come Back to Capistrano. Don, isn't that a grand title? Don, When the Swallows Come Back to Capistrano. Oh, Jack, please. Don, are you rebelling? No, but I just think... Don, when the swallows come back to Capistrano. Okay, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, whenever you swallow a dessert, make sure that it is genuine jello. That's better. Whether you live in Capistrano or San Luis Obispo, always come back to your neighborhood grocer and ask him for a package of tempting economical jello. It comes in six delicious flavors. So remember. All right, Dennis. Oh, I don't wanna. Dennis. <laughs> okay. When the swallows come back to Capistrano, you will find that jello's waiting there for you. Oh, Capistrano. There, that wasn't such a bad plug, was it? Did you write that, Jackson? I certainly did. Take a bow and I'll punch you right in the nose. <laughs> Why don't you? <laughs> anyway, that was smart writing, Mary. You know, Don, I'm going to do a lot of that stuff this coming season. Write clever commercials and fantasies. All kinds of sketches and things. It's a lot of work, isn't it? Oh, I don't mind. In fact, I get a kick out of it. Hey, Jackson, what's the idea of all this writing all of a sudden? Last Tuesday, he found a fountain pen. <laughs> That has nothing to do with my talent. Say, Don... I suppose if you found a canoe, you'd want to be an Indian guide. Silly, me an Indian guide. Say, Don... A couple of feathers in your hair wouldn't hurt. <laughs> All right, forget it. I found a fountain pen on Sunset Boulevard. I put an ad in the paper. Nobody claimed it. So it's mine. What paper did you put the ad in? In the Louisville Courier-Journal. <laughs> Ran three days. Now, Don... Gee, does Sunset Boulevard go that far? Get a map and don't annoy me. Now, Don, if I can get a word in edgewise here, we're almost through with this first program, aren't we? Just about, Jack. All we have left is Phil's number, and that'll about wind up the show. Well, then, look. I'm going to run along. You see, uh, Rochester's downstairs waiting for me in the car, and I've got to rush home. 
You say, I'm writing an article for the Saturday Evening Post, and I want to get it off tonight. You must have found a bottle of ink, too. Yeah, and some stationery and stamps and everything. <laughs> Is it okay, Don? Sure, go right ahead, Jack. I'll take care of everything. All right. Well, so long, Don. So long, fellas. See you next Sunday. Goodbye, Goodbye. Jack. Take care, Jack. Pal. See you next week. Well, come on, Phil. Let's get going. Okay, Don. Hit it, boys. Rochester, Rochester, watch out. You don't honk at red lights, you stop for them. Well, our brakes are in a delicate condition. Well, then you can shut off the motor. Boys, if I shut off this motor, even the blue ferry couldn't start it. <laughs> Just watch your driving, that's all. Okay. I sure liked your program tonight, boys. You did? Well, that's good. Uh, which gag did you like the best? The one about you giving everybody a raise. <laughs> that was a good one. It wasn't any joke, Rochester. I'm giving the whole cast more money this year. You are? Yes. Well, boss, has my status quo been affected by this bolt from the blue? <laughs> what do you mean? In other words, when I get my check tomorrow, am I going to be grinning or groaning? <laughs> now, Rochester, let's get this straightened out right now. When I say I'm giving a raise, I mean I'm giving an increase to my associates on the radio. Uh -huh. You see, you're connected with me in a private capacity. That is, you're in a domestic category. Uh -huh. <laughs> so in a nutshell, Rochester, I regard you as just a butler. Not an actor. Just a butler? Yes. Boss, did you see our last picture? <laughs> Don't change the subject. Anyway, Rochester, I can't see where you have any cause for complaint. You're doing all right. Bill Robinson's got a yacht. I don't care what Bill Robinson's got. And if you're not careful, you're liable to be first mate on us. <laughs> Never saw anybody in my life that complains about... Hey, wait a minute. Rochester! Rochester, stop the car! What's the matter, boss? Quick, stop the car! Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Uh, pardon me, miss. Are you going towards Beverly Hills? I said, are you going towards Beverly Hills? Hmm. Drive on, Rochester. <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> Stop laughing. We're not home yet. You'll never give up, will you, boy? <laughs> never mind. And getting back to the salary you're so dissatisfied with, let me tell you a little story, Rochester. When I was a kid in Waukegan, I used to walk around the streets selling newspapers. I was hungry. And yes, I was barefoot, too. But I was happy. I didn't mind struggling because I knew that someday...
end of summer, ladies and gentlemen, always brings with it a new problem for the housewife. The problem of what to serve for salads now that summer fruits and summer vegetables are on the way out. Well, one answer is Jell-O's delicious grapefruit and grape salad. Both grapefruit and grapes are in season right now, and blended with rich strawberry Jell-O, they make one of the most colorful and exciting salads you ever tasted. Just prepare one package of strawberry Jell-O, as you usually do, chill until slightly thickened, and fold in sections of one grapefruit, diced, and one cup of halved white grape, seeded. Then mold, and you have a real distinctive treat, one that you can serve either as a salad or dessert. Incidentally, if you haven't enjoyed strawberry Jell-O recently, you'll find that it's now better than ever. Strawberry Jell-O, like raspberry Jell-O, has a new improved flavor obtained by using a natural flavor base enhanced with a specially processed artificial flavoring, which gives it a rich, distinctive goodness. So get some strawberry Jell-O tomorrow and make up this grand combination of golden grapefruit, white juicy grapes, and bright red strawberry Jell-O. This is the last number of the first program in the new Jell-O series, and we will be with you again next Sunday night at the same time. Say, Phil. Yeah, Mary. How about taking me over to the Wilshire Bowl tonight? I'm taking the Blue Fairy. Oh, that's right. There wouldn't be room for both of us. I know. News for Thrifty Housewives. Log cabin syrup for less money. Popular table size, not more than 18 cents in most stores. Ask your grocer about his new low price. Remember, same luscious log cabin syrup. Same high quality. Same mellow flavor. Only the price has changed. Tomorrow, buy log cabin syrup at the new low price. The lowest in history. This is the National Broadcasting Company.